Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast by a Scooby and a newbie. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. This is Season 5, Episode 11, Triangle. Original air date, January 9th, 2001. 2001! Woo! It's Never forget. be a good year, yeah. Yeah, that's all I know about this year. Yep. Okay, Zanya is in bed reminiscing about El Capitan. <laughs> El Capitan Cardboard. <laughs> he's become all this. Is it because he went to Central America? Is that why he's Spanish I think so, now? Probably. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, right? He's become so exotic now that he's gone. We miss him. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I feel like that's I need to honor position? him more oh. that he's gone now. Oh, poor Cece. Yeah, Cece. Cece. Cease. <laughs> I prefer El Capitan. Zanya are all cute and stuff, talking about how Buffy isn't great at relationships, which is not super fair because Buffy's only not. had like two relationships. I mean, do we count note? Owen? No. Do we count Scotty Hope? No. <laughs> we don't count Warby, obviously. I'm not sure she was even aware that Scott Hope was around. Ever. Scott Hope gave her a gift. Yeah. That and chowder did, ring. Yeah. It sent her into fucking post-traumatic stress flashbacks. <laughs> she was really aware of Scott Hope when Faith was trying to hit that. That's true. Yeah. 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 Less aware of him at any other time, though. But yeah, Buffy's bad at relationships is basically what they're talking about. Pretty unkindly, I would say. Yeah. It's just, it's not warranted yet, you know? No. Have her hey. go through like 10 guys and then be like, wow, yeah, she's terrible at that. I think we can all just be very happy that they're giving Anya so much more to do. Mm, I love me an Anya episode. Deliciosa. It's a great episode when they're taking the two two of these characters that you don't often see interacting too much mm. and exploring what their relationship's going to be like mm. and how that all pans out. I really enjoyed it and I think they have a lot of fun with when they do that sort of thing. They do. Yeah. So they're they're going on and on about Buffy and how maybe she's going to have to take some more drastic measures. Do they talk about her becoming a nun? Maybe. I don't know. All of a sudden we cut to nunnery. Nunnery! Get thee to a nunnery! And there's a nun who we see from the back who has a very suspicious lock of blonde hair. That nun is a rebel, you guys. It's not Buffy. She's a, so fucking rebellious. She's like, I'm going to show this piece of hair. I think Signal it just the sort other of nuns. slipped out there. It's a lesbian thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what nunneries were. Oh, also that probably. Yo, have you heard about that French woman lived in the, I want to say 1800s. She was amazing. Uh, she was very flamboyantly bisexual or possibly lesbian. And by like age 20 had done quite a few very impressive things. One of which was one of her lovers got sent to a nunnery because she was a lesbian. Right. And like, that's not not really bueno. So this woman stole a corpse, put it in the nunnery, got her lesbian lover out of the nunnery, burned that room down with the corpse in it to look like her lover had died there and escaped off to somewhere else and like... This was before she was 19. Wow. Yeah, burning down nunneries and She sounds like lovers. a huge badass. And yeah, Link that is unfucking traceable. Yeah. I mean, that's the sh- that's literally what H.H. H. Holmes used to do. <laughs> he used to take out insurance policies. Yeah. <laughs> but this was better than that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Anywho. Wow. Yeah, it, this nun is not Buffy, turns out. No. No. Not at all. Buffy is not wearing a habit or a wimple. She is instead wearing pink and shiny, or have you called this nonsense? Obviously. Because <laughs> I looked at yeah. that shirt and I was like, Buffy, they're not going to let you be a nun if you show up in this shirt. It's, it's like, so pink and shiny. <laughs> so, and what's with, it's like a pink shiny dress shirt. Mm. Why? Yeah. Why? And she's got them hoops. Them hoops. 11 for 11. <laughs> hoop, hoop. There it is. We have both taken very unattractive pictures of Buffy. I don't know if you noticed. I don't think she looks that bad in your picture. She's making a really dumb face. Her face is not the greatest. She's like, oh. (laughs) Hey, nun. Oh. Oh, in my face, she looks so scornful. (laughs) Right, but there's a vampire here who thinks he's some angelus coming to a nunnery messing with the nuns not and Buffy's like out. hell no not on my watch mister not in the local Sunny D nunnery 
Right? Like, where is this nunnery? That's such a good question. Holy <laughs> shit. Has this been there the whole time? Huh. Yeah. Oh, I have so many questions about nuns now. Starts asking a bunch of questions about the whole abjuration of men thing that seems to be pretty great at first blush. I got broken up with slash did the breaking up. I'm actually not really sure. Yeah. So now I'm turning to nunness. Nonsense. <laughs> Nonsense. There you yeah. go. Yeah. And that's all fun. I think that's the end of our cold open. And it's a pretty warm open in this case. Yeah. It is pretty warm. Then we take us through the credits which are bereft of Mr. Blucas. Mm. And you think to yourself, well, they've taken him out. Surely there's space for Tara. <laughs> nope. So maybe some, some Amber Benson in here? Nope. <laughs> oh, Not at all. Poor, poor Tara. Poor Tara. Hey, she's in this episode, though. Good for her. Good yep. for her. Credited in it. Yep. Okay, so Buffy and Giles are doing some training. This is my picture, we're number two. Because of Buffy's sweet two-shirt. <laughs> It's a, some sort of jersey of some description, yeah. maybe. She's number two. It's just got a giant two. two on it. Yeah. It's not sending the right message. She's, no. I mean, I know it's to motivate her in her training. <laughs> right. Giles has the number one shirt <laughs> yeah. framed behind the counter in the magic box. Yeah, she has to earn it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Is she the second best Slayer alive right now? Is that who he's trying to say? That's what it sounds like, yeah. Dang, that's cold. It's very cold. And Michaela, we come right into our first segment here. (laughs) The deepest of cuts. Fortunately, I still have our old career chips. Our what? Career chips. You remember, they assign you the job you're best at. I tried to give you one and you ran away. It's how we met. And then what happened? Bringing up those watchers? Yeah. The fuck? The watcher council. Remember them? No, you don't. Because we haven't talked about them in literally a season and a half. Yeah, it has been that long. Yep. Because Buffy quit them. Yeah. And Giles got fired. Right. So No more talk about the council until now. We're that desperate. We're so desperate. We need information and we can't find it because glory existed before the written word. So the Watchers will be able to help us because of how useful they were in the past. Yeah, basically. (laughs) That's how the plan goes. And, you know, Mm. it turns out to be a bad plan, at least this episode. They're basically like, you know, we're going to have to tell them about the key, but like, I'll keep it on the DL. Like, they're probably that interested in that. Hmm. (laughs) The one thing that glory wants, I'm sure they are severely uninterested in that yeah so this is one of the deep cuts in this episode Mm. also deep cut we get anya talking about the world without shrimp yeah which is coming back to superstar that's a fun cut fun cut to a world that no longer exists because she made that reference in the starverse well, but that's sort of a weird world atop our world that people right. mostly forgot about. But sort of, yeah. And have clearly, some well, she, yeah. Memories. Well, and she had the knowledge about the shrimp world oh, yeah. prior to that. So clearly, if she brought it up once, no, yeah. this is a go-to reference for her. Like yeah, it's she one loves of the many worlds. The that world without could shrimp. Yeah, I mean, the world of Perpetual Wednesday sounds terrible. <laughs> what about the world where everything's shrimp? <laughs> the Melty Land also sounds melty land, pretty yeah. bad. Is it really hot? Or do things just melt? I'm I don't know. Picturing it pretty like Salvador Dali. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, Maybe a lot he's of clocks been to everywhere. The land. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That would make a lot Get of sense. Cannon. He's seen a portal into there. But the deepest cut of all oh. featured in this episode <gasps> is hashtag Amy Rat. Amy Rat. Amy Rat. <laughs> <laughs> they remember. They remember Amy's a rat. <laughs> They don't care, but they, they don't fucking care. remember. Willow is so cavalier about the fact that Amy's still she, a rat. Yeah, and she's talking about, like, Amy plotting. <laughs> and you're like, listen, buddy, if she is at all conscious, she's trying to bite your face open in the night. Like, she's trying to murder you because you <laughs> haven't turned her back into a person. And it's been, like, two, two years. years. Yeah, Gingerbread was, like, th- season three, episode 17, I'm going to say. It might Maybe have been earlier. even earlier. I yeah. think it, we've, we're pretty close to like a full two two years. I don't know why now of all times we're having hashtag Amy Rat, but I did lose my mind. It has been. Uh, <laughs> I I did the the math on oh, this. Oh, good. When was it? Fuck. Uh, so the last mention of Amy Rat was season four, episode eleven. Oh shit! A full season ago in huh. Doomed, because this is season five, episode eleven. It's like episode eleven. They've come back from the break. <laughs> They're like, you know, we should bring up. 
the fact that Amy's a rat. At least last time, I think that might have been before something blew. So they maybe at least had a reason Mm. to bring up Amy Rat or remind us so they could have that gag where they bring that poor actress in for a single day of shooting. No, that was after. You think it's after? Well, at least it was within the same time frame. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's not going to happen now. They're just bringing up Amy Rat for the lols, I assume. Yeah. We've skipped over a million things to talk about Amy Rat. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That, that's just talking about the deepest of cuts. The deepest of and cuts. And then we can get back on track here. Because Buffy's having a tricky time getting over El Capitan. She's sad, but it sort seems... <laughs> she's not selling it really that well for me. She's sad in private. Yeah. She's privately quite upset about it, but then publicly can put on a brave face. I guess so. She's been doing a lot of that recently, so... Yeah. And I mean, when Angel, she had to like, when anything happened with Angel, it was like her soul or her heart was being torn out of her chest. Yeah, there was, there was talk of that. And now it's just like, well, yeah, it is kind of a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Pour, Pour one out for El Capitan. Poor old Cece. So Anya gets to run the store while Giles is away in England Yay! talking to the council. Because the council have not heard of phones. Oh. What? conceivable reason is there for him to need to go to England to get information. We need Giles out of the way to have our japes. Yeah. That's literally it. That is it. (laughs) And this was the best thing they could think of. Can he just go on another fucking retreat? Right. By himself or whatever the fuck. Sure, yeah, he needed a vacation sometime. Like, I don't know. I don't know. This brings us into a couple of pictures of mine. Yeah. Uh, Tara face. Which I've called old blue eyes. <laughs> oh, I thought it was because her, her uh, irises were blue. But no. no. No, it's the eyeshadow that she has. She's got some like... Liberally applied. So she's got some dark blue eyeliner and mm. then light blue eyeshadow atop it. And it's just a lot. And it matches her blue shirt so well and her blue, blue necklace. necklace. Oh, there's a blue choker. Oh no. I think you called her old shiny lips a couple episodes ago, so that's why I've called her old blue eyes. It <laughs> does seem like something I would do. Poor and Tara. then uh, Anya is bringing us into pink but not shiny. Right, right. She did look fly as hell in this pink. Mm. Yeah, she's looking great. Possibly over makeup. Yeah, no, she has a lot of makeup on, but the pink's a really good color for her. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. It's great. And yeah, they're. Well, I guess Anya and Willow are sort of getting on each other's nerves. More and more. They have never liked each other. No. From day one, they have never liked each other. And we're going to get into this later, I guess. But I kind of see the point from Willow's perspective. Yeah. And I don't know why everyone else just was so accepting of Anya initially. Because Xander's dating a woman with a history, a long history of doing terrible things to men. Yeah. And it was just kind of, oh, I'll take her to the prom because she has recently become human and has no one else to go with. And somehow that has snowballed into this loving relationship. Which, I mean, great for them. They found each other. But everyone else just accepted it a lot more readily than they probably should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like that Xander is literally in the middle here. And he's very much the object over which they are fighting, yeah. primarily. Out of concern, both of them, I would say, for Xander. They both have good points. Yeah. And... They're sort of coming at it from the same place as we'll learn later, but Xander really doesn't want to deal with this. No. <laughs> and I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him yeah. at all for that. I think this is a very awkward situation yeah. to find yourself in. Yeah. And Joyce is back in real people clothes. Yay! You did it, Joyce! Fuck you <laughs> to the housecoat. Yeah. Don is so quippy and is right? such a reasonable character She's now. So- Fun. And she's, she's so much better than she was. Having reasonable conversations with Buffy. And her mother and isn't just pouring cereal out all over the house for no goddamn reason. It's confusing. They turned this shit around, man. It's like, like they were just like, hey, we have around 10 good female characters. Why don't we just do that again? And they're like, what? For Dawn? Like, yeah. yeah but for she's Dawn. so young. And annoying. Nope, we could write her differently. Like her, like what she says? Like, <laughs> Yeah, make her say things that aren't terrible all the time. Say and do, even. But she's so young and <laughs> annoying. Right, so this is what happened for the first <laughs> half of the season. Yeah. And then Joss came back and was like, sort your shit out. <laughs> make Dawn reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's sort of, you know, she's trying to help Buffy talk about her feelings about Riley and all that stuff. And... She's coming at it from a perspective where 
She's like, I was kind of starting to like the guy. And you're thinking to yourself, didn't you just constantly talk about how much you didn't like him? But then he took you for that ice cream. Yeah. And you guys bonded. And he was a much better sibling to you than Buffy at that yep. current time. <laughs> no, it's actually pretty reasonable to yeah. say that Dawn was actually getting to like Rifi. Because she just hated him at the beginning of the season. When she was terrible and everything was terrible. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And it doesn't necessarily help Buffy. But she is trying to help Buffy and it doesn't come off as intentionally trying to hurt Buffy yeah. anymore. Which is good. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've titled this scene, Oh No, and there are just several, Oh No! So this is a terrible plan. This is the worst plan. Oh, oh no. And so I've, I've got a picture, Mannequant. Yes. Yeah. Because I just wanted us to really have to look at the fucking mannequin. You know, it's, again, who knows where Harmony is, but she right. definitely can't see this. It's super weird. So, okay. I'm going to do so this now. Happening. Yeah. So Spike is acting crazy. And I was thinking about it. And I'm like, why is Spike so clueless about all of this? And then I realized that even though Spike is very old, he was a weepy, dumb, dumb poet. And then he got a girlfriend, but not because of anything he did. Yeah. Because she just was like, oh, you look all right. <laughs> I'm pretty crazy. And then all he knows about relationships is that he was with Drusilla for like 150 years. So he doesn't know jack shit about anything. And I'm not being a Spike apologist. Right. But I kind of am. Yeah. I like it though. It's very reasonable now. Right. That he is this creepy and this clueless. And he's also very out of touch with what being a human is mm -hmm. and all of these little gestures he's trying to do to show Buffy that he's like changed and he's being a good vampire. Yeah. Like when he literally doesn't feed off of those people yeah. who he could feed off of because he wouldn't be hurting them technically and the chip probably wouldn't go off. He's like, I'm a fucking hero. Absolutely. And when Buffy looks at him like he's crazy, I'm like, yeah, I feel for Spike, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He, he does think that he's doing a great thing here by making this person more comfortable. He's never made a person comfortable. <laughs> After she's just had like a lot of rubble dropped on her. Right? He's never done that in his entire life. Oh, yeah. And no. like, he's never had to get a long-term relationship. He can get like Harmony to bang him or whatever. Right. But that's, there's nothing, there's no substance to that. They're both terrible and they treat each other terribly <laughs> and they don't have a real relationship. So this thing that he feels for Buffy where he like wants something real it seems like he doesn't know how to do that Spike apologies anyway so Spike has a box of chocolates <laughs> and a mannequin that he has dressed up to look like Buffy <laughs> he's talking to it pretending that it's talking to him but he's got a chip in his head you know he's a bit crazy he's really lucky that Buffy never comes to the crypt either oh boy cause yeah if Harmony found this bad if Buffy found this at least then maybe she would kill him <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> at maybe. what point uh, so then we get to Willow taking inventory and hashtag Amy Rat. Amy Rat. By taking inventory, I initially <laughs> thought that she was, you know, making a list of what they had. No. Incorrect. Taking inventory. Literally taking it. As, yeah. Yeah. She is using it for her own magical malarkey. She's just like, do 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 pour some of this in, pour some of this in. And Anya's like, you're not going to pay for any of that. And Willow's like, Giles wouldn't care. Giles would care. Wouldn't he though? Yeah. Like, this is literal stealing. Yeah. She's taking goods without paying for them. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is what stealing is. I've titled these outfits 70s Ren Fair. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. So, and that's really a nod to each individual outfit. Because Tara's jacket is very firmly stuck in the 70s. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to call that. I mean, it's a carpet, right? Or yeah. drapes? No, they're definitely like 70s orange and green drapes that she's turned into a jacket. And then Willow's got this really sick coat that has like these awesome cuffs at the sleeves mm -hmm. that you could definitely wear to a Ren Fair. Yeah. And that I would wear at all times if I owned. I mean, Willow's looking great. She's she got her really hair good, cut. Yeah. Dang, yeah. she's looking good. Uh, I've got Anya in her polka dot dress. Oh, yes. Good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Very nice and dotty. Right. Willow compares herself to the cat in the hat as like a fun, mischievous sort of character. And I'm like, it's... the cat in the hat is the villain of the he's piece. He's a dick, yeah. He's awful. He's, he's very uh, difficult to be around. He's the worst. <laughs> Why would you ever want to be like him? And, okay, like... I understand that Tara and Willow spend a lot of time together. Mm. I get that. But if someone just all of a sudden said to me, you're the fish, 
I wouldn't be like, oh, from the cat that. Right. Of course. Of course that would, that's what you're referencing. So obvious. No. No, no, no. So Anya doesn't get it. Rightly so. Yeah. yeah. It's stupid. Well, and Willow's intentionally leaving her out. She knows that she doesn't know anything about pop culture. She was a demon for a thousand years. For so long. So Jesus. So long. <laughs> I gotta love it when Xander comes in and greets his two favorite girls. Three. Three favorite girls. All three of them. You know, Tara is his third favorite girl. Tara's so forgettable oh. that looking directly at her, Xander forgets that she's there. It's very sad. And yeah, Xander decides he wants no more of this. He doesn't want to be in the middle. You guys fucking work this shit out yourselves. But are there two sides to this conflict that they're currently having? The Xander conflict? Sure, there are yeah. two sides to that. The current conflict where no. Willow is stealing from them. This just, no. we're both narcs. This is terrible. <laughs> of course, we're both going to agree with this and say that there's no two sides to this and that Willow is not just a mischief maker. She's a, a thief. We're hip. No, we are not. We're narcs. <laughs> we're with it. <laughs> we will not be blazing it anytime soon. <gasps> Fine. <laughs> anyway, there are not two sides to this. Willow is very wrong for stealing from the magic box. And vanishes the cash register endangering the money the money's one of the most important things about the business and it comes back clearly damaged and willow has no remorse none whatsoever it's smoking yeah willow does not come off looking like she has a leg to stand on in any way in any of this for me but Mm -hmm. then i realize that yeah we are as you said narcs in the truest sense yeah Mm. i mean as that as theft goes this isn't the worst thing no but and Giles would actually probably be fine with it. It's one of those things, though, where I, I he has business expenses. One of his expenses is probably Willow, Willow trying spells out. Yeah. Willow is doing this spell to try to help Buffy. Mm-hmm. Helping Buffy is very important. Should Willow have to pay for this if that's what she's using it for maybe not and then she's also gaining experience being a witch so maybe that's also inherently valuable i mean what is money guys (laughs) money is better than people because it can be exchanged for goods or services it's very clear about this Uh, and that is definitely anya's yeah that's how she feels willow tries to do a spell to summon some sunlight and like sort of trap it in a thing so that she can help Buffy out. And I know that this is eventually something that happens, which is cool. Uh, you know, you got some sunlight in a jar. It's an excellent plan. It's an amazing plan. It's a great weapon. Doesn't go great. No. Because Anya keeps talking during the spell. Wait, what damages the vampires? Is it the UV? Yeah. Why doesn't Buffy just have like a UV blacklight? suit? Like, yeah. It's just she's just covered black in lights. Yeah. What is she doing with her life? <gasps> oh my god, I'm just picturing the gritty Buffy, like, interrogation scene. <laughs> That's happening in a tanning salon. <laughs> Fuck, man. She just like, they're out on the street fighting, right? And then she drags them through a window, sees that it's a tanning salon, <laughs> kicks that bed on, chucks the vampire into it, and they're trying to like struggle to stay out of it. And oh, their fuck. skin's burning. Yeah. And she's like, where's the money? <laughs> I don't know what she wants. What does she want? <laughs> Where are the drugs? <laughs> oh, she's Batman now, She is right? Batman. Fucking Christian Bale Batman. Good times. Okay. Tell so. me where they are. You are the villain. Just do Bane voice, okay? Oh, hi, Batman! <laughs> How uh, are you on this day? Ah, uh, don't you just wish that Venom talked like that now? <laughs> Watch the shit out of that. The thing closes and then he just starts talking in this goofy voice, yeah. Uh, okay. Off so track. The spell goes pretty wrong and it summons a troll. Right. Looks very much like one of them, their demons that Angel hangs out with. Or like they go in the Numfar Dance of Joy bit, right? Mm, yeah. Green skin, well, big, that's, that's hairy. The kind of demon Lorne is, right? Yeah. They're, not, they're not so big though. Like, well, Lorne is a normal. The troll is huge. He is six seven. Holy fuck, he's big. I looked him up because I was just like, shit, this guy. He's also probably wearing like lifts yeah. in his shoes. Oh yeah, he's got platform shoes on. Yeah. He is a gigantic man. I guess where you're coming from, like he's got the horns. Mm-hmm. He's got the hairy, he's got the green. Looks a lot like, and he's, he's dressed medievally, which yeah. is sort of how the angel folks are dressed. Maybe in what the, in that one what scene. What the fuck is that other place called? Oh, uh, it's the place where what's her face is. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, oh, I'm gonna. I'm looking it up. I need to know now. What have you done, Pylea? In Pylea. Pylea. The double L forms a Y sound There's in Spanish. No double L. <laughs> okay. 
But we're coming into the troll being summoned, starting to smash things up, and bringing us into our next segment, Damaged Goods. My evil surgery certainly won't be disturbed in this expensive china store. Ma'am, I believe this lit stick of dynamite belongs to you. This is why no one owns this fucking store. How many times since the beginning of the oh, season shit. has this place been trashed? At least twice. Right, Giant Snake. Giant Snake yeah. and now Troll. I think probably a third time that I just Ooh, can't remember. When Tara's family was around. Yeah, the clown demons come in. I don't know how much real damage they did. They did a There bit. was some. Yeah. Yeah, there was definitely some damage. And at very least, you got demon blood everywhere. You got to right? clean that up. Like, that's yeah. not going to come out of the carpet, you know? You got to rip up those. Why do you have carpet? He probably doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, the magic box gets trashed. All the like, time. That is the new Giles concussion count, is the oh, yeah. magic box trashed count. Thank God. God, Xander's a carpenter now. Right? Holy <laughs> shit. So useful. But that's not the main thing. The main thing is these magical goods being destroyed. Oh, they're probably mad expensive. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, no. The markup on them is high, but, but you know what? Mm. Retail value is also quite up there. Yeah, there's a lot of smashy smashy happening. This troll, who I'm going to obviously call Troll Off, because mm-hmm. I don't know why anyone called him anything else. He's fun. <laughs> He's great. He is... Very, very fun. Anything he said about babies, I was just 100% on board for. When he's yelling at the general Sunny D populace to run because he will sunder their houses or whatever. Townsfolk! Yeah, no. He's great. I thought that was his only line when I was on board. And then he gets so many more lines that are all gold. Yeah, he is. He's just here to have a good time and fuck some shit up. Apparently he was trapped in some crystal. Sure. I got a lot of questions about that because he was trapped there for, let's say, hundreds of years. Thousands. No, I guess it'd be a thousand because it was when, yeah. So he's trapped there for a thousand years. He didn't use to speak English, right? So English is like a thing. It's fine. Either. Uh Uh-huh. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Or Mm -hmm. he's been conscious the whole time. He's been driven mad. He's mad as fuck, but (laughs) learned English. English. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it's that whole immersion thing, right? You got to immerse yourself in the culture. What else is he doing? <laughs> Jeez. Hey, Michaela, remember that Buffy is like still in school? Yeah. <laughs> this this episode had a lot of curveballs in it, yeah. right? <laughs> Fucking. This is. I would call this a deep cut. Yeah, actually. this is a deep cut. <laughs> you know That's what? true. It's only come up like twice before in this season that she is in school. And they're in the classroom even. Right? Why do they... uh, It's not a set. That's an actual UCLA campus location. Yeah, Yeah, that's why they still have this set. Uh, I mean, Buffy's rocking them pigtails? Jesus Christ, this hair. So you called it pigtails. I just called it no explanation. (laughs) And mine is from the back, so you really get the full effect of whatever the fuck is going on. Yeah. I love and hate it because it's so intentional. Mm. Like, it's obviously a hairstylist has done it. So it's so perfect. Like, the exact same (laughs) amount of hair. It's it's perfectly positioned. And she's got, I mean, like, her layers are going to be probably the same on both sides. So she has the same sort of chunk out of both oh but it's just it's so intentional and so without explanation that i i didn't know what to do with it it looks crazy yeah but it's yes so weird let's all just remember that buffy is still in school and she's a going to school person and yep. not just that but she's having a conversation with tara with tara willow alone where is willow her and Nowhere tara to have a class together and they like hang out and stuff like tara's a person what? She's in, yeah, she's separate from Willow. She has her own life tasks, abilities. <laughs> Tara mentions that earlier Xander was in the magic box and left Anya. And this hashtag triggers oh, Buffy. Oh, boy. Buffy does not want to hear about relationships ending, especially the magical perfect relationship that is Zanya. That is not what she wants to hear about right now. And so this is just it. Right. They broke up one episode ago, mm-hmm. and now her turmoil over the loss of her relationship is being played for laughs. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they clearly <laughs> felt the pulse of the audience and thought to themselves, well, no one wants to see Buffy mope about this guy. Let's oh just God, see her overreact instead to this other waggy situation. It's so goofy and fun, though. It is I love goofy it. and fun. Yeah, no. But no, yeah, her just sitting around being like, oh, Riley. <gasps> 
I'll go to every jungle until oh, I find Captain. you. <laughs> oh, Captain, my Captain. <laughs> I just feel like you've created this persona for him that is... Do I want to see Riley really short in a Napoleon getup? Yes. I understand. Oh, it's weird, but you know what? I understand. <laughs> so Anya has stolen Giles' car, which is a terrible idea. For so many reasons. So they're driving along, and I'm like, since when does Anya know how to drive? She does, she not. does not. Well, actually, yeah. since the Ascension, she knew how to drive, but we've just we've, forgotten about that. No, we've, yeah, put that under the rug. That is retconned all to hell. Because, yeah, she should never have had a car. It made no, no, no sense. No, 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 no. So her having no idea how to drive is far more amusing yeah. and makes a lot more sense, yeah. And they're just going along. Willow's trying to figure out how to reverse this whole summoned a troll by accident Whoopsie doopsie. Loses a page out of her spellbook. Hopefully that wasn't like super important or anything. Such japes. It is japes. the wackiest. I know you love those wacky magic fun times. I do love at least these wacky magic fun times. I think more than half the time they're fun. Yeah. We've had some duds. Sure. Sure. But, but these ones are real good. Yeah. I don't even know how to phrase this encounter that happens at the bronze. I called it the weirdest meat cute. <laughs> they bump into each other. Oh, pardon me. Oh, it's you. All right. Let me let me paint you a word picture that sort of lays out a, an area of space. So you've got the bronze, right? There's the bar. Sure. And then there's a large open space. It's very open. Yeah, it's big. Spike is standing in the middle of it. Yeah. Drinking a beer. Sure. Xander has recently purchased for himself a large tray of peanuts <laughs> still in the shell. He does have so many peanuts. Like, I'd give out peanuts, I think. They something? give them, they put them on tables generally, mm. or they're on the bar. Right. What, did he purchase these? I don't know. Did he just go and get a tray of peanuts? Because that's a dick move. Why does he just want peanuts? What's happening here? Anyway, he's got his tray of peanuts <laughs> and is so focused on it yeah. that he runs smack into Spike, who is again standing in the middle of an open space drinking a beer. I figured it out. Go for it. Riley's gone. <laughs> Xander is distraught. <laughs> and yeah. who does he turn to but Spike? Checks out. They were enemies before. <laughs> and now. Oh, now. <laughs> so Xander's just romantically interested in whoever Buffy is going to be interested in. Sure. Yeah. I think we've proven that at yeah. this point. We have. I'm not questioning lots it. Lots of data yeah uh spike is concerned about whether or not buffy is like holding grudges so i think this is related to last episode when he was very shocked at her, the anger directed towards him mm-hmm. for be- basically being the messenger yeah and he's still worried about that and that's what all those chocolate oh that whole yeah let's not talk too much about that but that's what that was all about so he also just wants to talk about buffy at all times desperately yeah, to anyone who will listen. And Xander's not really listening. Xander has his own shit to talk about. They're not really talking to each other. They're really talking at each other. But that's fine. And we've got a hashtag Blooming Onion. Oh, God. There are so many references to this Blooming Onion. <laughs> listen, Spike, Spike is loves, enchanted with it. Spike fucking loves Blooming Onions, okay? <laughs> I'm having a weird flashback. I don't know how much robot chicken you've seen. Not much. But I can vividly hear and picture Seth Green's voice saying Orlando Bloom and Onion. <laughs> and it's Orlando Bloom, but like his head is a blooming onion. And I don't know what the joke is. I mean, that's the joke. I don't yeah. know what the joke is to lead up to that. Like, what's that the punchline of? I'll try to find that <laughs> clip, I guess, and throw I'm it in the show sure notes. I'm sure you'll be able to. Yeah. Yeah. So that should be our, ooh, yeah, hashtag Bloom and Onion. It'll just be Seth Green saying Orlando Bloom and Onion. Perfect. <laughs> Buffy and Tara find that the magic box has been all trashed up. Uh, the troll is loose. His dialogue is a lot of fun. Spike mead. and Xander playing pool. Uh, oh yes, the troll wants to get some mead, and he smells some or ale or some, some such. Some such, yeah. Yeah, and booze. Uh, He's got good booze senses. He knows where that shit's yeah. at. Spike mentions. He understands how people don't like get Anya. Not a lot of people got Drew either. <laughs> I mean, it is a similar thing. <laughs> yeah. Anya's a lot more relatable than Drew. God, yes. I just I just flash back to poor Darla <laughs> having to put up with hundreds of years of that shit. 
Fucking Christ. Yeah. She's like, why do we keep this crazy bitch around? Oh, my God. She's always fun, though. Oh, no. She's the best. And then the sh- the troll shows up at the bronze Ruh, and demands roll. ale and babies to eat. Man, that beat when Spike turns to Xander and he's like, what do you think, the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> and he's so serious about, like, telling the troll yeah, where the babies where to get are. The babies. <laughs> yeah, no, like, give him what he wants. <laughs> And yeah, he mentions that they've got this neat thing they do with an onion. <laughs> right, now he wants to share the blooming onion with the troll. <laughs> He's enchanted by it. Uh, it's just so much more fun than last episode, and I know why. Yeah. And I know last episode was supposed to be a downer, but this is so what I want from Buffy yeah. so much of the time. And we're still exploring the Anya-Willow relationship and doing neat things with that around all of this goofiness. Which we've never really gotten into. No. They've never liked each other. They've never gotten along. And they were playing it up pretty hard last episode. Just like how much they yeah. they butt heads all the time. But yeah, they like at one point, Willow had only ever referred to her as that demon girl. Mm-hmm. And they've never, never been friends. So this needed to have some sort of resolution at some point. I would even say whenever the writers are stuck for something to do, look at two characters that haven't had much interaction and be like, hey, what if they were to have an episode devoted yeah. to them? Because that's always going to be a good time. Fucking give Buffy and Tara a scene yeah. together. Just crazy. I bet, I bet Amber Benson got that script and she was just like, oh my, what, who, who's who's Buffy? <laughs> <laughs> who's this other character I have lines with? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately accurate. (laughs) So, speaking of wacky magic fun times, Mm. um, Anya shows up at the bar with Willow, the bronze, and uh, I mean, she's followed by Buffy and Tara, right on the heels. Yeah. But how does does the troll come into this picture, Michaela? (laughs) The very idea that this is her (laughs) ex-boyfriend, I think is too wacky for me. Too much of a coincidence? It's... Is your credulity strained? It is strained indeed. Just like the the vortex of things that have to happen in a thousand years for this to be the situation is absurd. You know what I'm going to say to that? Hellmouth. (laughs) Right. Oh, God. It does fix everything. Yep. Garbage. Absolute garbage. So, yeah, Anya turned him into a troll. Troll off. Oh, no, no, no. That was back in her witchy days, and then she got offered the role of Vengeance Demon, which she was most happy with. Uh, Willow tries to go back, or banish him back into the crystal, but it no worky, possibly because she lost that page out of the spell book, possibly just because it doesn't work. She doesn't really know what she's doing. Yeah. She's kind of trying things. Well, and magic, something you sticks. need to like be pretty forceful with it and sure of yourself. Like yeah. Confidence is a big part of that. And she's not confident at all. No. No. Mr. Troll, after having drained, like, two kegs, two entire kegs (laughs) of beer. Shotgunning the keg. (laughs) uh, He gets mad and drops a large part of the bronze on some of the patrons. Hashtag bronze destruction. Yeah. Like, the bronze is in a bad, bad way after this. He takes out... Four major support beams, I want to say. I think those were just holding up, like, the a second raised, level. Yeah, a yeah. raised stage. Uh, well, there was sort of like a catwalk there was, yeah. up above. And True. the people who were on that are seriously injured. The people who were below that are not having a fun no, time. No, everyone's very injured. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a bad time at the bronze. Mm, still wacky. And you fun. might say that there's a very old in here. Mm. And, like, that's really the problem. Yeah, that is mm. the source of their problem. There are two, technically. That's true. I mean, Spike's also kind of an old. Oh, man. It's full of olds. Yeah. So Anya and Willow have to try to reverse the spell while also bickering. And it's time for some girl talk about how rude Anya is. But, you know, hers is coming from a place of worry about Xander. Uh, where <laughs> Willow's lips were the reason that <laughs> he and Cordelia broke up. Yeah. And Willow says that that was a really long time ago, but it was like a year ago. It was not very long ago. It was ago. not that long and ago. again, I don't want to harp, but Willow's saying that she's gay now. <laughs> it's not really how it works. It's not just the switch that it's not like oh, from straight to gay. All of a sudden I don't find men attractive anymore. Yeah. So either... She never found them attractive, mm-hmm. and her entire relationship with Oz... And Xander. And, yeah, 
that tryst, I suppose, with right. Xander was all just based on a pack of lies. Right. Where she just was doing what she thought she was supposed to from society standards. Or she's just, just bi. bisexual erasure, guys. <laughs> Wow, all right. Yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna get on my soapbox about that, but I mean, you do have a very strong point in this instance <laughs> that I don't think needs to be gone gone into too much more. No. It's just one of those things that yeah, bisexual people like to complain about. Because it's very easy to hide being bisexual, yes. right? You can just pretend to be straight. And yeah. you don't have to ever come out. So there are a lot more bisexual people than you would ever think. Mm-hmm. And then so just saying that someone is gay because they are in a relationship of the same sex. Bisexual erasure. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that's wacky and fun. <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to get through this podcast without doing that. Here, I didn't. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about the troll guy more. Troll off! He's so fucking big. <laughs> he's just big and fun and great. Yeah, he's yeah. the right amount of goofy for a Buffy villain, but then also just strangely worrying because when he's beating up Xander and like oh, Xander's no, getting the no. shit kicked out of him, and it's bad. And then he breaks Xander's wrist, arm, and that's that's really bad. I hope Willow's a healer of some kind. I think we've been over this whole magic plus trying to heal that's human true. bodies yeah, thing. Yeah, it doesn't work. Not going to work. He's got his magic hammer, which is the source of some of his power. It's really he's, not. <laughs> he's also a troll, so he can just hit people. Yeah. You got to love Anya trying to distract him by shouting insults at him like his odor is even worse than it was when he was a human oh it's very funny yeah Yeah, all of her insults are so literal (laughs) but i mean hey cut to the bone right yeah so i mean xander has shown himself to be a hearty fighter Mm -hmm. and mr troll troll off uh gives him a little prize and that's gonna be fun right yeah like five minutes before this happened uh my watching companion 100% called that Xander was going to have to pick between them. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. It does make a lot of sense. It's, it's and not he, the most fun prize I've ever it's heard It's a of. terrible prize. Well, I suppose... Oh, no. I mean, Xander picks himself, right? Yeah. I, that's never really... The, that's never an option, but... No. That's the only option as the picker, mm-hmm. right? Then, Because otherwise you have to live with the fact that... You killed... Yeah. yeah, your actions And then, like, that does person. he pull a joker on you? Yeah. Right? And just kill the other ones? So then do you have to try to... Oh, live with the person that you said you were okay dying? Well, no, or oh, do you man. have to, like, outthink him? Oh. But then what if he knows you're going to do that? <laughs> this is a troll. Right, oh. Okay, so probably probably not with the... No, the, the double bluff is way too many bluffs. He's no joker. <laughs> no, he is not. Anyway, troll says that Anya and Xander wouldn't have even lasted as a couple. <gasps> That's not what Buffy wants to hear. Their love is eternal. It is. It's the most beautiful thing. (laughs) They are the truest souls that Buffy has ever known. She is the truest soul I've ever known. Truest soul I've ever known. Truest soul I've ever known. Shit, that's basically what she says. (laughs) See, now we're just mocking him again. (laughs) He doesn't deserve that. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Captain, my Captain. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so she just wrecks this troll... And it gets banished again, and that's fun. Where was it banished to? As we alluded to earlier, Land probably, of the Trolls. Probably Land oh, of the Trolls. It's nice. There's like a 40% chance, at least, that this guy is banished to the Land of the Trolls. Maybe Perpetual Wednesdays. Maybe the world without shrimp. Melty world. It Melty doesn't matter. World. He could be anywhere. He's probably going to have fun. He would love the land of the trolls, though. Yeah. You know? that's You would have a rollicking good time there. It's much better than being trapped in that fucking crystal. That's for damn sure. This has yeah. worked out really well for him. This Even if he's in Melty well. land. Yeah. Anything is better than trapped in crystal. Yeah. Except maybe, like, hell dimension. Or perpetual Wednesdays. <laughs> oh, God. Every single person... Tells you it's hump day. It's hump day. Oh, God. Uh, Halfway there. (laughs) Oh, it is hell. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And then we wrap up Ripper's chilling in that Summer's house. He does not have any solid info from the council yet. Surprise, surprise. Joyce makes the excellent point of, why did you have to go all the way to England for that Giles? He's got nothing. And this is my picture, Flive by Flive. (laughs) I hate it so much. Why do you do these things? Because Joyce looks great. (laughs) It's not even faith related. I know. 
It doesn't really make sense. I just, I was like, Joyce looks really fly. Fly sounds like what? Five. Oh, flies by five. Oh, you're a bad person. I'm so pleased. She does look fly. God, with that, she yeah. great. The headband, bandana thing she's got going on. Mm. Looking amazing for a cancer. Right. Patient. And obviously when she was in the hospital, they were doing like hospital makeup on her. And so they've put her back in just like her regular everyday mm-hmm. makeup. But honestly, she looks very great. Very great. Uh, right. The council is very interested in the key. And this is when Dawn starts to overhear some things about the key and how it might be her or her sister. It's kind of left ambiguous, but... So, they're in this house. Right. They know Dawn lives in this house. They know Dawn has ears, as evidenced by her not being allowed to stay around to hear all of the loud sex making. Right, from last episode, yeah. Right. So, like, where are the headphones? You know, the noise canceling. There are so many situations for them. Yeah. But no, instead, they're just like, Man, Dawn's sure a key! <laughs> My daughter, Dawn... <laughs> Might be a danger to us all. We have no idea. <laughs> Can't be sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's uh, good times. So Better not tell the council about her because they're going to want to study her and lock her up. Vivisector, so probably. Glory can't get her. I mean, this is a good question. If you murder the key, what happens? It's turned back into energy. Oh, maybe. And, and then Glory, Glory can just suck it out of the air. I guess. I don't know. Like, really what sure was the energy to be... doing before? And why like, how are the monks a... protecting it? Why is it a person? <laughs> yeah, this works a lot better when you don't think about it. That's true of most things, I would say. And that's our episode. Woo! Michaela, did you enjoy this episode? Man, I love me some troll off. God, mm. he's just so fun. Mm, he is. And it really is very refreshing, I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah. to have this. Yeah. Because we watched these as two episodes. The last one where Riley leaves and now this one. And after after the first one, I was like, wow. It's a Debbie Downer. <laughs> yeah. If, if it just continues on this trajectory, <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> but no. <laughs> no, everything turned out to be just fine. Yeah, good. It's all good. I mean, Buffy still kind of saddles, but she's mostly pretty okay. Yeah, mostly funny about it, which is good. Oh, horsies. Yeah, that was a good time indeed. It's interesting. The the continuity section on this Mm -hmm. episode is huge. Yeah. A lot of which is stuff that we brought up, like the shrimp world Mm -hmm. and... I mean, they brought up Cordelia. Yeah. Which, like... Oh, shit. We, they haven't done it in a long time. And that's interesting, a fucking deep cut. Interesting to note that, like, that's literally why Anya is here. Yeah. Because of Willow's lips. Because that's why Cordelia summons her. <gasps> so Anya is very right to be mad about that. Yeah. She was directly involved with it. And then it went pretty badly for her, I would say. So, gee... <laughs> Yeah, and they bring up the driving thing. Yeah. There's some other things I can't tell you. Some things you know about, but we're not going to talk about those. Buffy has been heartbroken since the last episode with Riley's departure. Really, Wiki? Is that continuity? Is that, yeah. is that what happened? Uh, there's some There's some good uh, picture captions. Mm. There's a, one from near the beginning where Buffy's at the convent. Mm. Buffy quizzes a nun about convent life. <laughs> Olaf rampages through the bronze. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm so tickled. Maybe I'll stop, listeners. Maybe I never will. Oh, jeez. Well, what did our good friend Taylor Kingston think of this episode? What do you think? You're never going to fucking guess what he called this shit. The one with Anya's ex-boyfriend? That's pretty close, actually. Yeah. The one where Anya's troll boyfriend wants revenge. <laughs> if I got that word for word, that you, shit. you would be Teeks. Twenty yeah. first February, twenty fifteen. Where the fuck were you? <laughs> I don't. Know, it was post graduation. I really enjoyed this episode. It's funny, and you learn about Anya, which I enjoyed. In this episode, Will was trying to create a ball of sunshine using magic to help Buffy with her vampire fighting. I'm going to read this next sentence to you, true to commas. Anya distracts her and Willow accidentally releases a troll who goes on a rampage and destroys everything, including the bronze. <laughs> There's just a lot of commas, man. <gasps> he wants to eat babies, drink meat, and get revenge on Anya. Because this troll is her ex-boyfriend, who cheated on her, so she turned him into a troll. That's how she became a vengeance demon. It's just so funny. Especially when Anya tries to drive Giles' car, and she says, I'm going to put my foot on the right pedal. I believe this will make us go faster. Or something along those lines. That's the whole review. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Anya-centric. Uh. 
Oh, Good. Boy. Teeks really left out a lot of the Anya Willow conflict that is really what this episode is about. Oh, no. This, yeah. From reading this review, you would not understand what this episode is actually about by any means. Yeah, overall, 10 out of 10. Nice. Yeah, Teeks love this shit. Fuck yeah. Rightly so. Good times. Michaela, best outfit from the episode? This one has a lot more to choose from. It really does. Oh, no, no. Definitely have to go with Willow's sweet Ren Fair coat. Mm. I just love the sleeves, and it just has so many, like, just little details all over it. And it doesn't really go with anything. Mm, it's beautiful. All right, well, what's coming up next episode? Who won? Oh, who won this episode? Uh, Xander? Xander gets the shit kicked out of him, and he's got a broken mm. wrist now. As a carpenter, that is a very bad injury to have. Spike tries many times to, like, talk to Buffy about things. She wants no part of that. Yeah. So Spike is not a winner here. Giles had to pay for his vacation to Ugh. England, which didn't go well, and then he got back and his shop had been wrecked up again. Yeah, that he did not have enough capital to <gasps> survive that. Olaf wins. Yeah. Oh my god. Olaf, yeah. He yeah. never gets any sort of comeuppance either. No. No matter where he goes, it's good. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Trolloff. Trolloff. Absolutely wins. Hashtag Trolloff. Very nice job there. Maybe Amy wins because we've remembered her. No, I'm joking. She's still a rat. <laughs> a plotting rat. Trapped in the perpetual hell that is her rat body. Whatever. Yeah. It's all good. Everything's probably fine. How long do rats live? I don't know, man. Forever, hopefully. Hopefully! Michaela, what is coming up next episode? Next episode is called Checkpoint. Mm. We see Riley in the jungle. (laughs) (laughs) Your lying face. Your garbage lying face. He misses Buffy, but he can't get back to her. (laughs) Can you imagine just an entire... It's just Riley and Graham. In the jungle. The credits scene is just Mark Lucas. And they're fighting these weird monsters and they're like trying to get to the checkpoint. That's why it's called Checkpoint, you see. No, that's not even... <laughs> it's not a video game that he's in. You can't like get to the checkpoint. It's like the rendezvous city. point. Okay. There's a checkpoint. That's yeah. a military thing, I sure, think. Probably. I mean, that's what they call it in the episode. So... <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to an episode uh, of just El Capitan and Graham. Oh, uh, and then... Graham. I don't know why I always want to make everything into a gay relationship, but I mean, they're stuck in the jungle together. (laughs) You're doing the thing that Patrick Stewart did. (laughs) They've been without women for so long that they just turned gay. And Patrick Stewart's seen everything. Yeah. He's seen it all. Oh, God. All right. Well, that'll be good times. I'm very excited for that. Until then, you can always reach out to us via email, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. This episode will be up on the Reddit, buffy.reddit.com. Our pictures are up on the Facebook page. Just search Welcome to the Hellmouth. And you can find us individually on Hyper, which is a photo sharing service similar to Instagram, but with some of Reddit's ability to upvote posts globally. I'm on there at Hyperactive. Michaela? I'm on there at Hyperdrive. Hell yeah. And until next time, farewell from the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. We got fun and games. We got everything you want. How do we know the names? We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you got the money, honey, we got your disease. Hellmouth. Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hellmouth.